You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Porpoise Pod with your hosts, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solano. Welcome on in, everybody. It is episode two of the Porpoise Pod. I am your host, Brendan Tobin, alongside my co-host, Alejandro Solana. Uh, how you doing, man? We were we they they didn't cancel us after an episode. I guess not. I guess we weren't that bad. Yeah, <laughs> or they didn't notice. Yeah, I mean, we they said they listened to us and they said it was uh, they they enjoyed what they heard. But we appreciate everybody who's already tuned in and downloaded all the support out there on social media. Keep spreading the word. We really appreciate it. Uh, Porpoise Pod. All you got to do, listen. All you got to do, is subscribe. It's not like we're charging anything for it. Just uh, it's free. Yeah, it's free. You know, more more dolphins talk the better. So uh, we're excited as we are entering uh, a. Another week of preseason football. We uh, talked about the great performance that was Skyler Thompson in the uh, preseason debut. Didn't get to see really that much of the first team outside of like Cedric Wilson and Mike Gusecki. So uh, we have this week coming on up against the Las Vegas Raiders. No joint practices this week. Just doing it by themselves. Just doing it by themselves this week in uh, Miami Gardens as far as that's concerned. But um you know, I think for this week, it was definitely an up-and-down practice. Those were the reports this week, uh, Solana, they were talking about. A lot of people freaking out because yeah. Tua had a lot of – he had three interceptions. I was there for that, and uh, I, you know, walked away from that practice saying, this guy sucks. <laughs> start Skyler. Start Skyler. Yeah. Hashtag start I think, Skyler. I think Skyler might have been the only guy who wasn't picked off that day. It was uh, – because they were doing, like, red zone stuff. Um, Didn't Igbenogany pick off Skyler? He had a pick. I thought it was Bridgewater. It was Bridgewater? I think okay. it was Bridgewater. He had a pick, for he sure. Had a, dude, he had a pick, and he, woo! I mean, he pranced down the down the field. Like, he was <laughs> excited. Like, he like he needed that, that, that pick to almost, like, say, hey, I'm still here. Yeah. Because, obviously, it's a bit, you know, it, it was a big point of contention this uh, this past week with, uh, with Noah. Uh, I heard on Sunday McDaniel, like, took the blame for it. What a nice guy. He's like, ah, I, you know, I haven't had him in that – situation enough i'm like well trust us give him more experience you know what it'll be players coach yeah players players coach. Coach. that was on me that was on me i told him to stay 12 yards off the wide receiver that was on me he sounded it was like players coach you know but if it happens again you know obviously we got to talk about it so it's like you get one you're gonna get one noah uh so yeah he definitely i th- i felt like yeah he definitely um picked off that ball and then like dude he hauled it <laughs> Down the uh, down the field, like it was the biggest pick of his life. He was he was soaking it in for sure. Yeah, and if I'm Noah, I do the same thing. Like I hire a marching band yes. to be on call, so that anytime I make a big play, they're going to come on the field and start playing. Draw as much attention to yourself when you make good plays if you're Noah, because you're right. Like obviously, it's been a point of contention, but Dolphins fans are upset. Yeah. They're upset not only with Noah, but with the organization that you took him in the first round and. Like, our conversations now are, 
well, can he contribute on special teams? Yes. And, I mean, that's that's tough when he's a first-round pick. Well, and that's the other thing, too. Like, this has been a, an interesting offseason in that I, th- I feel like everybody's going into it with a lot of options. Obviously, there's people who think Tua sucks, and they think, oh, this is yeah. terrible, we have him. But most people, I feel like, most all fans are in a pretty positive place right now. They love the coach. They love that they got Tyreek Hill. They're excited for the season. That was a great defense that's coming back. There's not too many things. Uh, everybody has people on their team that they don't like, and I, I think unfortunately for him, he's numero uno right yeah. now, <laughs> and it hasn't been a great showing. So it hasn't been like the best start for the guy. So I think that's he does have to battle a lot of stuff. And McDaniel said this week, he's like, I do appreciate his mental fortitude, which is it's something to say. That's like saying, you know, he's a really nice guy. Yeah. Right? Like, that's that's when the girl knows that she's dating kind of an ugly dude. Yes. Oh, but he's got the nicest personality. Pretty much. That's what it is when you, you, you compliment somebody on their mental fortitude. Which, by the way, I don't even know if that's right. Because I don't everything know if it we, is either. Everything we know about Noah Igbenogany is that he struggled in the NFL. And yep. if you struggle in the NFL, typically your mental toughness, at least from the locker room perspective, is not something you're going to get complimented on. Not only that, but like everybody says he's a physical specimen. Like we can, you know, clearly see like he's fast at yeah. chasing receivers. Um and he looks he definitely looks the part of a football player. So I don't know. You know, Mc, Mc, uh, McDaniel was looking for something there. He definitely was looking for something. Could it be? Um, could it be a simple, really, with Noah? Because we always try to break it down. Watch the film. What is it? It's just not clicking for him. Could it be that simple? I guess it definitely doesn't. It, 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 he was saying something to the effect of he wants him to play more instinctually, like trust himself. Like he feels like he is a guy who is playing not to get beat right now instead of a guy who's trying to go make the play, which I think, in uh, yeah, on its face that makes sense, but I'm with you. Like uh, at some point, like we see this all the time, there are very talented guys who can jump out of the gym and can do all these types of things physically, but they don't necessarily, you know, pitchers who can throw 100 miles an hour, but they, you know, give up meatballs because they yeah. can't have any me- movement with it. Like for him – Obviously, if a guy takes taken in the first round, we all think that these guys have unbelievable physical talents. Not many people are getting drafted in the first round for intangibles. Like Tebow's probably the the, the, <laughs> the lone example of that. Typically, like you're super fast, you're a freak athlete. You know, uh, who the hell was dude? Uh, Deion Jordan. Remember Deion Jordan for the Dolphins? By the way, I rewatched the game on CBS Four, mm-hmm. and Deion Jordan caught a stray Did on he? the broadcast. Yeah, yeah, I was listening JT? to. Uh, j- a combo of JT, I think Nat was up there, Nat Moore, but apparently um, Joe Rose told the story that Jeff Ireland called Jason Taylor after he'd retired and said, hey, we have this guy, yep. he reminds us of, and he listed like six different defensive players, uh, edge rushers, and didn't name Jason Taylor. So what? apparently apparently JT uh, you know, wasn't too happy about Held that. Held a grudge? Held a grudge. I mean, nobody likes. Well, that's Jeff the funny Ireland. thing because I remember when Deion Jordan was drafted. I feel like the comparison was to JT, like right. lean, tall. Exactly. Um, obviously, the pedigree was higher because he got taken number three overall. But and that's, he traded uh, up for him. Jeff right? Ireland was the worst, was he not? The worst. He's the worst. Remember when he? Uh, <laughs> you remember the hard knocks when he was like asking Braylon Edwards, like, "Who would you use as a like a person of recommendation?" He goes, "Oh, Rex Ryan." He goes, "Well, I'm not going to call him." <laughs> I'm like, Wait, "Why not? Is that your job?" Also, part of your job is making people like you, or at least like making people believe that you like them yes. enough so that they like you. And he was the absolute worst at that. Nobody liked Jeff Ireland. The thing that was funny about uh, Deion Jordan was that he 
like everybody said that oh next year like he just needs to bulk up even like jokingly say get steroids and he actually did that like he got suspended the second year for peds <laughs> and just never clicked with him but it could be a situation like that like noah could just be this guy who obviously physically dude he was one of the youngest players in the league like he could just be a guy that jumps off from his physical stature but he is not uh that that stuff is not clicking um but i do want to give you props because you broke basically on the news you broke the Trill williams news like i we're very sorry that Trill williams got hurt but you uh you did nail that you said uh, as a man who has had an acl tear you saw that uh in the in the building at raymond james and that is unfortunate because trill i think a lot of people trust in Trill williams more than they were trusting their first round pick and so now now that he is out and they already have byron jones who is uh who's out I would say this is kind of our first real concern going into this is the the cornerback depth. They did yep. sign Mackenzie Alexander this week, a veteran, but you know, I, I think we all look at this right now and worry, okay, you lost a guy that you thought was gonna be a contributor. Byron Jones is coming off of surgery. Um and your first round pick from a few years ago is getting roasty toasty to every practice. Yeah, and and what sucks most about right now this issue with the cornerbacks is that that was supposed to be a position that you had locked down, like something you never yep. have to worry about. Um, even like a guy like Nick Needham. First of all, Nick Needham comes out of nowhere a couple years ago. Even a guy like him, you trust him now, right? Mm -hmm. Like to be your third cornerback. Um, so it sucks right now. Byron Jones, right around the time training camp started, we we know he was on the pup list. And everything was like, oh, he'll be back week one. I don't know anymore, Tobin. Like, I don't know if that's a reality. And I know Mac Jones, like, none of us trust him to throw the ball past the, the, the line of scrimmage. But you still don't want to go out there with, you know, basically Nick Needham as your, your number two corner and, uh, and, and Mackenzie Alexander playing in the slot, like, playing in the nickel. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what the Dolphins are going to do. I'm glad they went out and got somebody. But uh, I really want Byron Jones to be healthy week one because it's it's a different defense if he's not. Yeah, uh, for sure. And and I think that that is uh, definitely something to be looking out for because, yeah, I think not only the cornerback spot, but just that defense in general. Like They brought everybody back. And when you pay that much to your cornerbacks and the money that they paid to Byron Jones and they paid to Xavier Howard, you do expect that to be locked up and that not to be a concern. And especially you think organizationally, and we spent a first round picked on something. Remember Flores saying it very clearly. You can never have enough cornerbacks, which I guess in theory he's right, yeah. but you're supposed to pick a good one. So <laughs> that's uh, that's a little bit of an issue there. As far as injuries for this week, uh, Jalen Waddell, I think, is uh, is interesting. He has been held out. Now, it doesn't sound like it's something major. They're, being, uh, they're just being cautious with it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. He has gotten a lot of reps in practice. I don't know if this is a camp fatigue catching up. They're not very, you know, football injuries. They're they're kind of uh, murky on it. But Jalen Waddell uh, held out of a couple practices from what McDaniel was saying that this is something that he wanted to play through, and they're saying just take a chill pill. It was uh, it was an interesting comment from McDaniel when he's he's talking about Jalen Waddle because he's like, yeah, that was a good one. We really learned a lot about this process or something like that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, that's your that's your stud receiver. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't want this to be a, a positive conversation. I don't is know. he hurt? Is he not? I love 
Mike McDaniel. I really have enjoyed the experience <laughs> of him being the coach, but sometimes I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Yeah. I will be honest. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm fine with Jalen Waddle not practicing. We know what Jalen Waddle is going to give you, right? Like right. At, at this point, what we're more concerned about in terms of we want to see reps is two on Tyreek, right? In my opinion, and, and yeah. Cedric Wilson. Cedric Wilson's a big one. Uh, and I think, honestly, in a lot of ways, this this clears things up as far as those guys who are going to be on the bubble. Like we talked about, you know, Ezukama and, and Lynn Bowden, Bowden had a big game. Yeah. And, you know, Preston Williams has been dying for that opportunity. This should be your opportunity because I would just say if he's banged up this week, odds are Jalen Waddle's probably not going to play in the first preseason game. So if that is the case, then this is the opportunity everybody's been looking for. Not only doing that, but you're getting to do it within the scheme of maybe you'll get to do it with first-team reps with uh, with some of the guys who are really meaningful. Yeah, but if, if there's even a chance, right? They I think the, the word he used was preventative with Jalen Waddle. Waddle's good to go out there, but the medical staff is being you know extremely cautious. He's day-to-day. Man, in my opinion, it's going to be easier this year for Jalen Waddle, right? You bring in Tyreek Hill, yeah. all that attention. Tua and Waddle, you saw it last year. He broke the rookie reception record. You saw it last year, him and Tua, they have that chemistry already. I don't know if it goes back to Alabama. I don't know if it's the Crimson Tide uh, stuff coming to play, but it's just going to get easier for him when you add Tyreek Hill to the mix. So I'm cool with him, no joke, sitting out the rest of the preseason if there's anything to actually be concerned about. Absolutely, yeah. If it's like any, if you're telling me there's any chance that him being banged up affects the possibility of him playing, I don't need him playing with two and honestly I would say out of your star players has probably been getting the most practice reps because they want him to learn all these other spots on the field because he was pretty much in the slot last year so the idea that they're putting him in you know outside different spots lining up different ways with every quarterback he's out there with Bridgewater he's out there with Skyler like with Tyreek pretty much just keeping Tyreek with Tua and he's taking a few reps of practice and they are limiting him they are treating him like a vet and the accomplished guy that he is with Jalen that wasn't the case Jalen was like out there with first teamers, second teamers, third teamers. Like they were giving him rep after rep after rep. So maybe this is just a case of, hey, he's got a little camp burnout or he's just a little dinged up and, and kind of get him replenished because we do have still, what is it? It's the 18th. So, I mean, we're still talking nearly a month, uh, just under a month until the actual first game of the season. Uh, you need to have him out there. Like you don't want to, you don't want to risk anything there. Um, when we come back, we will uh, continue here on the Porvis Pod. Not a quick break or uh, just a quick little uh, uh, transition on over here. Time to take a look at some of the best things heard this week from Dolphins Camp. There, Solana. I think we're gonna like what we hear. We call it echolocation. <laughs> 